0: hey, Courtney. Hey, Sasha. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Don't be cry. 2020 is almost over. It's Spoop Hour. It's Spoop
1: Hour. (laughs)
0: To spoop Hour, a paranormal comedy podcast hosted by two Halloweenies.
1: This is Sasha. This is Courtney, and y- y'all, we're we're nearly done. We've almost made it through. We're nearly
0: done with 2020. We-,
1: we I know last year we called 2019 an old butthole, and I've been thinking about that a lot the past few days because if anything's an old butthole, it was this year, and there's no guarantee that 2021 will be better. But god damn it, it'll be nice to be done with 2020, regardless.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, you know, we can say that a collective year sucks. Yes. But that doesn't mean that the next year is going to be better, it just means it's going to be a different challenge. Yes. So what we can do instead of being, like, really disappointed in it right now, we can just at least be like, okay, it's a new slate. Yep. Clean slate. New start. chance to begin something new. So, yeah, we can just say, okay, it's a hopeful new opportunity, hopefully. Yes,
1: I think... I I feel like I probably did this, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I feel like after 2019, we all kind of were like, this year was terrible. So by virtue of not being 2019, 2020 is sure to be better. And then we didn't actually do anything to make 2020 better. And then 2020 no, was a clusterfuck. So this year yeah. we can be cognizant of things we can do and do that. Yeah. Instead of just being and like, year's done, we're done, woo!
0: Yeah, our societies were and i say so- society's plural because like internationally yeah. we're just very unprepared yep. for a global pandemic. Yep.
1: <laughs> and so yeah. And so global pandemic combined with the ongoing monsters that are racism and sexism and just all of the isms. Those are poverty, poverty. and yeah,
0: it's anti vex vax people, y- anti-science people, yeah. climate change. Yeah,
1: fuck all that. In 2021, we're kicking ass, we're taking names. <laughs> anyway, you can find us on <laughs> social media at Scoop
0: Hour on Twitter and Instagram. My audio um, clipped for and a second email. just
1: then and it sounded like you said Scoop Hour, which is our spin-off podcast about ice cream.
0: <laughs> I would do a spin-off ice cream. A spin off podcast about and ice then cream. Then we can
1: finally get that Jenny sponsorship that you covet.
0: Oh yeah, I love mm, Jennies. You can also find us, email us at spookbridegmail.com and tell us about your. How about how you're doing? Tell us about spooky yeah. things happening in your life. Tell us about yeah. New Year's traditions and Christmas traditions in your family. Does yeah. your family do the Christmas pickle? I have any yes. questions.
1: My mom's friend, her family, does the Christmas pickle, and I asked her which version of the Christmas pickle they believed in. Like, is it the one with Santa and the pickle barrel? Is it the one with? And my mom <laughs> thinks it's the German one. So they think. Okay. She thinks they came across it through via the air heavy air quotes German <sighs> tradition of hiding a pickle gotcha. in a yeah. Christmas I- tree.
0: One of my very, very, very best friends and Spoop Hour listeners, Julia, um, texted me the other day a TikTok where she knows that I don't like gender reveals because one, yeah, because they're trash. Fuck genders, but also yes. two, it's just I, I call it white people nonsense, and everyone it is at my white work, people nonsense. well, everyone at my work now, whenever someone has a gender reveal, they're like, ha ha ha. Sasha calls that white people nonsense, and I'm worried that. That someone's going to say that to someone who doesn't know me or, like, <laughs> <laughs> is going to get but really mad at me can and be like, they
1: provide Ugh. good, hard evidence that it isn't white people nonsense? Because if yeah. they can't, then they know on some level yeah. you're right. Can you imagine being the assholes who were like, I really got to know, is it, a, is it, does it have male genitalia? Does it have female genitalia? What's cooking in there? And I'm going like- to burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> Ugh.
0: The only good baby surprise thing is when you're doing a gender reveal and find out you're having twins.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like those. But I, like I like the, the ones where it goes wrong because, like, they didn't communicate properly to the baker or whatever, so they cut into yeah. it and, like, a rainbow of M and M's pours out. I like I like those where people are like, "What the fuck does this mean?" That's what right. I like. <laughs>
0: So so, so Julia, knowing that I think gender reveals are stupid, and Julia also being a listener of our podcast, <laughs> sent me a TikTok the other day of a gender reveal via um, glitter poured into a Christmas pickle. And so the family like hid the Christmas pickle and the couple had to find the Christmas pickle and then they had to open up the Christmas pickle and pour out the glitter that was inside
1: it. And then it was a uh, part two for just the reveal but i didn't i didn't i didn't seek out the part two i didn't need to know that
0: much i just i I was more there for the christmas pickle part
1: (laughs) i was too and then what surprised me was they didn't have them break the christmas pickle they unscrewed it like that would have been the thing that would have sent me to part two was i want to watch them break this christmas pickle that i would have really enjoyed yeah but they didn't they didn't do that so then i was like oh well then i'm definitely not finding part two (laughs) now because i don't give a shit what you're having
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Ugh. if you're if you're a listener, feel free to send us weird shit yeah. that like relates to things that,
1: <laughs> that uh, we it. talk about. If you see something, and people you're do like, that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people are just like, I saw this and thought of you, and I'm like, thank you. I did need thank to you. see that. You are correct. Like, mm-hmm. send me a video of red pandas that I maybe haven't seen. I'll be excited about it.
0: Yeah, I don't care send if us it's weird ghost related. Stuff. Yeah,
1: spooky yeah, stuff. Email us. How are you doing? How's it going? You good?
0: I DM the Spoop Hour account myself, just in case I can't, like, actually retweet it from my phone.
1: Yeah, sometimes part of the, so, like, it started as I did not know how to retweet things from the Spoop Hour account when I was also logged into my personal Twitter account. Uh, And then mm -hmm. it morphed into I still like DMing it to the Spoop Hour (laughs) account because sometimes if I'm bored or sad, I like to just scroll through through my DMs Mm -hmm. with Spoop Hour and be like, Oh, those were good things. And it's like a fun walk down memory. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> My favorite thing is I retweeted a thing that was like the that was the one that said parents in the seventeen hundreds. Mom says, if you're good, Santa will bring you an orange. Oh. And the kid says, What if I'm bad? And the mom says, A goat demon named Krampus will kidnap you. And the kid says, This feels disproportionate. And mom says, if you're good, you may also get a walnut. And one of my <laughs> friends who is German and celebrates Christmas in a very German fashion was like, Oh yeah, we had oranges and walnuts all the time growing up. And like she she is really big into yeah. Krampus and has like a whole Krampus headdress. It's like she does the Krampus stuff in Richmond, and mm-hmm. it's just like that's the shit that I'm here for, is, like, people telling me about the Christmas shit.
1: Yes, a lot of Europe does the Christmas orange still because it dates back to a time when oranges were very hard to come by. So getting an orange was, like, getting... Something really amazing because it's like like getting an orange was getting a PS5 because it was just as hard to come by. So it's like, holy shit, you found an orange? Oh my God. Yeah, I saw a
0: lot of oranges in my friends' photos Mm -hmm. this week. And so I was like, oh, look at that. Look at that. All that tradition. Look at all that Christmas tradition.
1: (laughs) Email spoopower at
0: gmail.com. I
1: I can't wait to email spoopower at (laughs) gmail.com and tell them about my fun Christmas tradition. I'm so sorry. I know that's not how y'all sound. I don't know what that voice was. I am. I am real keyed up today. This is a mini-sode, BT-dubs, probably, unless it goes probably. to be Probably, I have a
0: lot, so it might just be we'll me see. just, like, chatting at Courtney.
1: <laughs> I love being chatted at. My yeah. brain is just nothing. It's not even mush anymore. It's you... just, it's gone.
0: So, listeners, I got to see Courtney today in real life. It's and true. even when I saw her, I was like, something's off about this woman today.
1: <laughs> yes, because I knew you were coming, but I was still like, so, for context, I am moving When you are listening to this, I'm moving one week from today. So next week we will not have an episode because I'm moving. But I knew you were coming over to drop some stuff off. And I was like, I have time to pack some shit. So I was packing mugs and I got this recyclable replacement for bubble wrap where it's like this weird, like, crunchy like holes in it foldy up paper oh yeah but, like, I, see, I
0: get stuff that's mailed to me in that yeah yes. it's so cool. I got a roll
1: of that and then I also got bubble wrap because I was like what if it doesn't fucking work I don't want to open a mm-hmm. box full of glass <laughs> and, sorry environment <laughs> But let's be real, 70% of the world's pollution is caused by like the same 100 companies and I am none of those companies, but fine. So anyway, I was using that stuff, but like you're not supposed to use scissors on it, you're just supposed to tear it. But what I learned is there's like a liner to it and you're not supposed to take the liner off because the liner is part of the magic of how it works. And when you tear it, you would think that the liner would stay stuck to the crunchy paper part, but it doesn't. So when you tear it, you get like, Half a sheet of the liner, and then like a bunch of extra crunchy paper, and then there's like little bits of it everywhere, and it's like, what the fuck is happening? So I was doing that, and then the door. <laughs> <ran.
0: laughs> yeah, I was like, should I open it and knock? Like, should I key in because I technically still know how yeah, to key you, in? You still
1: know it, like yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. Or should I just ring the doorbell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it took me a second to like, then like, uncover well, myself from the crunchy paper and like and push just pause. Saw, like,
0: she's wearing hot pink today. I just saw like hot pink running through the house through this like frosted window glass.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because I had to I had to hit pause on Netflix because I've been watching the Vampire Diaries because like everything else <laughs> in my life I wanted I. I'm clearly in the mood for trashy vampire nonsense because I finished Breaking Dawn. But, like, what I wanted to do was watch True Blood. I was like, I'm going to watch True Blood Mm. because I never finished watching it. And I watched the first couple seasons. And the last thing I remember seeing is Eric in a really good blue sweater. And I would like to see that blue sweater again. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) And I pull it up on fucking Amazon Prime Video because True Blood used to be on Amazon Prime Video. No, it's it's on HBO. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, you should get the HBO app because it's not free unless you have the HBO app. <laughs> and then I was like, this isn't what I wanted, but I still wanted trashy vampires. So now I'm watching <laughs> the vampire diaries, which is like diet true blood. It's not the right. same, but it's fine. <laughs> and so I had the Meanwhile, vampire. I watched diary.
0: HBO last night, a lot of HBO <laughs> last night because I have HBO.
1: <laughs> as I told Mysterious Third Roommate, one, I need to verify because we're paying a flat rate for utilities at the new place. Uh-huh. I need to verify if that includes cable. Because if it includes HBO, Mama's going to fucking watch True Blood until. <laughs> <laughs> I, as I told Mysterious Third Roommate, If and when I get HBO, it's going to be to make a commitment to watching all of True Blood and watching all of Pretty Little Liars because that is also Mm. through HBO right now. So, Oh, wow.
0: Okay.
1: It's going to be, when I get HBO, it's going to be like, this is what I am watching for the next, you know, two and a half months or however long it's going to (laughs) take me to get through all of it. So I am not in that place yet, so I'm not getting HBO. So I'm watching The Vampire Diaries, and I watched, I think, the first two seasons years mm-hmm. ago on Netflix yeah. because it was right when streaming started being a thing and I had watched The Office and I was like what else is there that I can watch on this thing called Netflix that streams <laughs> and I was like I'll watch The Vampire Diaries. I also watched a couple seasons of Gossip Girl. But I remember basically nothing about The Vampire Diaries. So it's like all new to me. So anyway, it's great to have on when you're packing because you don't like super have to pay attention to it.
0: There, there's a phrase for this. It's like passive li- uh, passive passive watching shows. like Emily in yes. Paris is apparently one where like oh, em- like even idea. the main character is just like on her phone all the time. So yeah. it's like okay for the audience to also be on their phone. Like you don't yeah, have to like-, like actually pay attention
1: very rarely does anything happen in Vampire Diaries that like you have to be closely paying attention for like Mm -hmm. oh my god I just missed this thing and now this whole thing is blown wide open it's like no it's like they're gonna be talking about this for the next 20 fucking minutes because nothing in this show happens without everybody like talking about it for the rest of the episode which is great because then when I miss it it's like oh okay so Catherine's back in town and that's causing shenanigans because she has Elena's face but I don't know why no one's realized that Catherine always has curly hair and Elena always has straight hair, which clearly the show's costumers are doing because they think I'm not really paying attention to the show, which granted, I am not so it is helpful, but like, come on people in <laughs> the show Anyway, so I had to hit pause on the Vampire Diaries when
0: you came here Okay, so that explained why you were running around but yeah, why, yeah, that was the why I Why I was at Courtney's And got to talk to her Through the door And again Could tell that You were very discombobulated (laughs) We were finally Well I finally printed out A bunch of documents That she needs for moving But then I also Delivered her Christmas presents
1: Yes, and I opened them, and they are very good. I delivered Sasha's Christmas presents before. I'm not an asshole who didn't get Sasha anything. Oh yeah, I'd like yeah, to no, make no, that no. very clear. Um,
0: Courtney got these, <laughs> got me these really cute, dangly, really dangly earrings made out of clay and they're made to look like a Christmas sweater, like a knit sweater, but on like a half moon. So it's very, very cute.
1: Shout out to Abby and Harry because they are oh. a small business. They. If you must know, they're in my Schitt's Creek X My Favorite Murder group. So oh, that's okay, how I, I found really them. And I was, them. Like, I was like, these earrings look like Sasha. I'm going to get Sasha to the pair these same, earrings. That's not the same. Different.
0: Because you got me for my birthday some really cute pumpkin earrings as well that were made out of clay. Those, and I really like those too.
1: Also very those good. Those were just random ones I found on Etsy. This gotcha. was... Well. In the Shit's Creek, my favorite murder crossover group, which is called Shitterinos. Shout out if you're in Shitterinos. I am just, all of my bobs have left. I have no bobs left. That's how discombobulated I am. But every Saturday they have a, it's my turn to take a selfish Saturday where you can do like self-promo. So oh. obviously the past like six weeks, it's been nonstop like people who make stuff. shit being like, mm-hmm. we're having a Black Friday sale. We're having a Christmas sale. We're having a Hanukkah sale. So I've just been like cruising that and doing all of my Christmas shopping because awesome. that I can support a small business, but also get like good shit. And again, I saw those earrings and I was like, 100% these are Sasha earrings. Yeah, they're so. very
0: they're very cute. They're, it's kind of like a terracotta color. Very earthy. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. And she also got me a rose quartz keychain shaped like a penis. I finally have finally. a crystal dick.
1: It's finally happened.
0: It's finally happened. So I'm going to actually put it with the crystals you got me for my wedding. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so I'm just going to put them all together. It's
1: it's finally you, happened. You're welcome. <laughs> I did I did have a good long debate with myself about which color of dick you wanted and you almost got a tiger's eye one. But oh, then interesting. I figured pink was more your speed. Yeah, so pink is my speed,
0: quartz. and I mean rose quartz is our birthstone that isn't an opal, so
1: you know. Yeah, so I figured that was good. And I love that. And then my office is Sasha <laughs> got me. <laughs> Sasha got me the effin' birds calendar, which if you have a Twitter account and you are not following effin' birds, what are you doing with your life? It's amazing. It's these incredible, like, Audubon-level illustrations of birds, but then they're also swearing. So they say things yeah. like, I'm a goddamn delight or eat farts or whatever. So it's or like, I fucking super... woke up
0: for this shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's amazing. And then you also got me two candles from... Basically, the official candle provider of Spoop Hour, which is Outer Outer Realms. Realms. Yay! So you got me a scent I already have, but I love it. So I'm very excited to have another one because I have almost burned through my other shadow (laughs) people's spoonful and spice. And then you also got me Wendigo Wonderland, but my nose is plugged up. So who knows what that smells like? It's going to be a fun uh, surprise.
0: Wendigo Wonderland kind of smells like pine tree, Christmas trees and, you know, like outdoorsy winter. Like
1: winter smell. I like that.
0: And then for myself to get free shipping, I got myself <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but it's a Dogman candle. It's some oh, kind it of the festive, festive holly berry cranberry apple, I think. Yeah, t- Dogman's cranberry apple.
1: Yeah. That's how much we're up in this candle maker's business is. <laughs> you say yeah. Dogman. So I, like, I
0: got the Dogman oh, one cranberry
1: apple. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So yeah long story short so celebrate christmas. things <laughs> give gifts if you can because it's nice get gifts if you can because it's also nice and support small businesses and whatever yeah. and like you know hang in there because i'm real real hecking bobbed out over here just but also out.
0: don't don't be assholes to small businesses who can't control if your package gets there on time or not i mean i know we're yeah. now past the christmas rush but like stuff is still getting delivered
1: <laughs> yeah i have two things that like dropped off the face of the earth and i'm like We'll have Christmas in January. Like it's funny. Like I'm not worried. The thing I sent to my best friend has not gotten to her yet. And the thing she sent me has not gotten to me yet. So I'm like, it's fine, we'll just do Christmas in January. Isn't that a big deal?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there is one thing that we got for my father-in-law that hasn't arrived yet, and then one thing that didn't arrive for us until the next day after Christmas, oh, <laughs> and so we're just like, it's just okay, like it. it's whatever. That's fine. But yeah, but just like be nice to each other, be patient, yeah. thank your USPS person.
1: Yes, your USPS.
0: I went to the post office to mail mail Christmas cards the other day, and mm. everyone was like really chipper and happy and nice, oh, and everyone w- wished uh, thanked the postal workers, and it was it was nice. Good. Everyone was in a good mood.
1: There was one thing. So obviously, I'm moving to a new place. We're going to need some new things. And Mm -hmm. among them is a new comforter. And we're getting the comforter from Society6 so that we can, again, support a small maker, whatever. And also, it's dope as hell. So, like, it's a real cool-ass design. And they were having a crazy, like, just-before-Christmas sale. And they were like, it's going to take three business days to print and then five to ten business days to ship. And I'm like, that's perfect. Because that means at the earliest it's going to arrive on the day we move in. So I don't have to worry about, like, putting the new address on there versus the old address where's it going to end up, whatever. Mm. And then these motherfuckers fucking put it in the mail the day after Christmas. And I'm like, you promised me. <laughs> so the one thing I was banking on arriving late is seemingly arriving fucking early. So, <laughs> <you> <laughs> Twenty
0: twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. I ordered something that said expect three to four weeks for shipping and I got it like five days after I ordered it. <laughs> like better <laughs> to overpromise than underpromise and get people mad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I get is... why it happened, but I was yeah. really banking on that like <laughs> underpromising.
0: Right. And like not having to deal with like storage for that item. Yeah, well yeah. it's
1: it's not even that. It's we don't live there, so they're g- probably going to leave this package on the porch of a place we don't live. Oh, so, oh you
0: ordered it to be delivered to, to the, the new, place. new place. Oh, shit. Because yeah,
1: okay. it was supposed to arrive on like the 5th or 6th, and we move on the 5th. So right. I was like, that's fucking perfect. It'll arrive, well, and then bing, bang, bing, Maybe boom, we it'll still get, it'll it. get
0: stuck somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, come on, USPS. This is a package. This is not one of the important ones. Stick this in the back of the truck. Forget about it for a week. Get to it when you get to it. We really don't need this one. (laughs) This one is not urgent. But anyway, what are we talking about in our mini-sode of brain-explodey wonder? Uh,
0: We are talking about New Year's stuff.
1: And so I've got
0: a review of New Year's traditions in Japan because I always need this for myself. So, so do you. (laughs) Like, What am I doing this weekend? What am I doing next weekend for... A few little cute traditions for other countries, and some of it will also be a review. And then things to look forward to in 2021, because we're looking forward to things. Part of mine this stuff was also inspired by Animal Crossing, because if you play Animal Crossing New Horizons, right now you can go to the Nook shop on your Nook phone or at the kiosk and buy sparkling cider to bring in the new year. A bowl of grapes, Toshikoshi udo uh, soba, which is the Japanese noodle dish, and then also I think it was blinzes as well from Germany. So there's like just a lot of like cute little New Year's foods that they're selling. And I got really excited about Tushkosh Soba and the grapes because I was like, that's stuff that we've talked about on Spoop Hour! I know this! this I know important. what the grapes are! I know the significance! So, <laughs> if you play Animal Crossing, go get your New Year's stuff. I got two glasses of sparkling cider and I got one of each of everything else and so I'm going to like set up a little, little table in my house. I'm going to take pictures and post them on my Twitter. It's going to be cute. <laughs> anyway... <laughs>
1: Did anything spooky happen to you this week?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, we forgot about that. Yes, I was visited by three ghosts on Christmas Eve. No, I (gasps) wasn't. But did I tell you about the guy who tried to sell me a coffin?
1: (gasps) No. What did he say? Or what did you say?
0: (laughs) Well, I told him. That's the last (laughs) thing I ever need.
1: Hey! But I'm... So, I actually got my goat with that one.
0: Yeah, I texted, I, I heard that joke on on another podcast called Game Scoop from IGN. And the the guy was listing out his top three dad jokes of the year. And that was one of them. And so I texted Courtney, hey, did I tell you about the guy who tried to sell me a coffin? And she thought I was serious. And I understand yes. why she thought I was serious. Because anything can happen in this world. Yeah, <laughs> She doesn't know my life.
1: There was no context. It was like the first thing you had texted me that day was just, did I tell you that some guy tried to sell me a coffin? And I responded, OMG, what? No, you didn't. What happened? And I was
0: like, yeah, I told him that's the last thing I need. And then she was like, oh, no.
1: I genuinely <laughs> thought you had had some sort of virtual get together with some of Jack's friends. And one of Jack's friends, like, in my head, I was. it was so clear that, like, Jack's friend found out you have a paranormal podcast. And he was like, oh, my God. I got to sell you a coffin like that's clearly you're clearly a death obsessed person because you have a paranormal podcast let me sell you a coffin and then your end of life stuff is all set and I was like oh my god I can't believe this is ha-. and then that was that yeah, was, that not was the joke.
0: the other the other one was do you remember that joke about the chiropractor I told you you're, no. you're supposed to say when oh when sorry oh yeah I think it was about a week back
1: ah, ah. <laughs> this is where I'm at. That you told me you were going to tell me another dumb joke, and my brain was legitimately like scanning files, footage not found. Scanning files, wrong? footage not found. We're doing great. We're I'm doing I'm specifically great. doing great. It didn't I'm like 40 packed. You? <laughs> you know, packing my life away. I did successfully. This is my. This was a feat of strength. Of which I'm very proud, so I was paranormally possessed by the spirit of something very strong. Cool. Because I sold the downstairs pod couch, RIP pod couch, but oh, also like... pod couch! Oh. I know, it's because New Place doesn't have a space for it, and like, mm. nobody here wanted to keep it. So I was like, okay, I'll just see if I can sell it, and if not, I'll pay somebody to come haul it away. Yeah. And I've been dreading this process since the pandemic started, because last time we moved... I tried to get rid of my couch and it was like a fucking nightmare. Like, it was free and I was like, please just come get it and nobody would come fucking get the free couch. And so I was like, oh God, that was such a nightmare. How am I going to get rid of this fucking couch in a fucking pandemic? (laughs) And then I posted it on Craigslist and within 15 minutes, somebody was like, yep, I'll come by tomorrow. And I was like, great. But I didn't want to inconvenience mysterious third roommate. So I like hulked out and dragged it up three flights of stairs (laughs) to put by the front door. (laughs) <laughs> and then once i was like ha, i'm so powerful and strong where is your god now i have the strength of 10 men and then the guy emailed me and was like oh can it break down into pieces because if it does then i don't need help loading it and then i remembered it absolutely breaks down into pieces oh, <laughs> so i didn't need to hulk out on it that's so, so the funny thing that happened to me is my own hubris
0: yeah so yeah anyway it happens very I was just powerful. thinking about my gray couch and then remembered I took it to my classroom and then the pandemic happened and then they were like, we can't keep your couch here. And I was like, all right. So I cleaned it and gave it to my brother. <laughs> so that's <laughs> where my couch is. That didn't fit in our house. Look, couches uh,
1: it's, what it's tricky with couches, you know, like because we could probably I could have probably brought my couch and my chaise, but then we would have had to lose my partner's couch and his couch. It's not much it's to really look at. It's really nice. It's so comfy. Aww. You. It's one of those that you like get into it and you're like, yes, I do not uh-huh. want to move the rest of today. It's so good. So oh. I did not want to get rid of his lovely couch. <laughs> so R.I.P. Pod Couch. Yeah. May you be happy with your new owner. Yeah. I'm going to be talking about what I have termed the 2020 rundown of lucky new year stuff because Sasha and I talked about it. We, uh, we agreed we need like an extra help of good luck going into 2021 so we can be the change and like make shit happen. Yeah. So this comes courtesy of Reader's Digest, Country Living, Good Housekeeping, and VisitingVienna.com. So some really classy sources Mm. today in that they're recognizable. So let's start simple. And this is where I'm at. In my notes, I put, that's me lucky charms. They're magically, deliciously full of luck. So in Germany and Austria, you can give the gift of good luck by delivering certain lucky charms, like certain talismans that will help the receiver ward off bad luck and attract good luck. Some of these good luck charms include pigs in honor of the German expression Schwein gehabt, which means to have had a pig, which is... They use it colloquially to mean like, oh, I've had luck. So like, you know, when you find $5, you're like, I've had a pig. (laughs) So they have the little pig to be like, I've had some luck. Vienna, specifically in Austria, will make little marzipan pigs or a pig-shaped pastry so that you can eat your good luck and attract it that way. Other good luck talismans in these places include chimney sweeps, mushrooms, fish-shaped sponge cakes where... To get the luck, you have to eat them starting with the tail. I don't know what happens if you go the other way, but it (laughs) says, tail first. Wow. Start with eating ass. And then you can also gift lottery tickets and horseshoes and clovers. Although, usually, if you're giving clovers, you give it as a real plant in a small pot. So, not like an icon of a clover. You give somebody, like, a little, little jar of clovers. Oh, I like that. Now, let's try some actions. In Denmark, people gather their unused plates and dishware and travel around to friends' and family's homes to smash the dishware against their doors. This broken crockery will ward off bad spirits and summon good luck for the household. So the bigger the pile of broken dishes, the better. So, like, you want to attract more broken dishes. Also in Denmark, people climb to the top of tables or chairs, then jump at midnight to leap into luck and banish bad spirits. Now, earlier today, I texted you to tell you, because... I I have some cookie cutters that I was going to give Sasha, and then I saw her today and did not give them to her, because I'm the worst. (laughs) But I told you I could give them to you sooner than New Year's, or I could wait till New Year's, because I also have two mugs that I don't have to keep. Oh, So if you want, I can go and smash them at your house. Like, if you want to set out, like, a paper bag for me, I'll smash them in the paper bag (laughs) (laughs) to attract some good luck.
0: That would be fun. (laughs)
1: Okay, good. So just yeah, I'll text you on New Year's Day and we'll we'll make a plan. (laughs) And I'll smash these mugs. (laughs) Amazing. In Romania, you can toss a coin into a river to bring yourself good luck throughout the year. In Colombia, this is an easy one. This is one that we all can do, and this is going to have positive pandemic ramifications as well in terms of like rolling it back, like Mm -hmm. superstitiously. So. The Colombian tradition is you take an empty suitcase and then you run around your house or around the block. And this ensures that you will travel in the new year. Obviously, most of us did not travel in 2020 because Mm-mm. it was unsafe. So if we can all travel next year, that means we finally beat this fucker. Yeah. So, cool. Hell yeah. South Africa throws furniture out the window in certain regions, and the hope is that the unused goods will send a message to the universe that you have let go of your past grievances and have hope for the future. So that's nice, but does require that you have furniture that you are not using and are comfortable throwing out of a window. <laughs> so, caveats. Caveats. Make good choices.
0: Maybe you can get, like, dollhouse furniture.
1: Just- yes, if you have some <laughs> unused dollhouse furniture, that's perfect. <laughs> or, like, just ask your kid to, first. Yeah, and maybe don't do like yourself, your dining table. cuz
0: I have a dollhouse and I'm 30, so
1: That's you know. true. So, yeah. check in with yourself. <laughs> do you have dollhouse furniture that you want to check out the window? Go ahead and do it. There's also a bunch of water-based traditions. So, Brazil increases its luck by jumping over 7 waves and making a wish for each wave. In Brazil, you also wear a white outfit to usher in good luck and peace, although you can wear green accessories for health, yellow for money, red for romance, or purple for inspiration. So if you wear white, but then, like, swap it out for some colorful <laughs> undies or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, think things. about
0: the colorful undies that we've talked about in the past.
1: Yep, and I believe these colors are very similar. I know similar. yellow was for money, and green was for health, so. Yeah, In Puerto Rico, you pour a bucket of water out the window to drive away evil spirits and sprinkle a little bit of sugar outside your house to have sweet luck in the new year. Oh. Which is nice. And that's another easy one where if you just have a little bit of sugar, you just do a little spritzy, spritzy, and then just pour some water out the window. Thailand's Songkran Festival, which is the Thai New Year Festival, and I believe this past year it occurred in, I want to say, April. Yeah, I think it's going to be
0: May next year or something, April or May next year, yeah.
1: So later in the year, than Western New Year, but still a New Year's festival. So to celebrate, people will throw water on members of their community to symbolically wash away bad luck and douse them instead in good wishes. So it's basically like a big water fight, but like for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Myanmar has the Thingyan Water Festival at the start of their new year, which is usually in April, and that washes away bad luck from the past year. And hmm. we have a lot of bad luck mm-hmm. from this past year that we could wash away. And then there's a, assorted traditions for luck, some of which we've talked about before that aren't necessarily affiliated with countries. They're just part of a general folklore. Mm-hmm. So open the doors or windows just before midnight to let the old year out and welcome the new one in. Mm. And for the love of God, this is an easy one that we all can do this year. Just open your windows at like 1158, <laughs> leave them open for two minutes and then shut them. So let 2021 <laughs> in, let 2020 out, get some fresh air. It'll be brisk, but you'll be fine. Yeah. Also, you'll want to make sure that your wallet is full of cash to ensure that your new year is full of prosperity, Mm. but don't loan out that money or spend it beyond your means because that will mean bad money luck for you in the coming year. Oh. So just, like, stick a 20 in your wallet and don't touch it for a week. Yeah. Or, like, put a quarter in your wallet. Just money. Money. You'll also want to make sure that your cupboards are full of food or else in the new year you may encounter poverty and hardship. Oh, no. Yeah, so just load your cupboards up. Do your grocery Mm -hmm. trip like three days before. Yeah. On New Year's Day, try not to cry or clean your house because the former will invite bad luck or the latter will sweep or wash away your good luck. Mm -hmm. So save your cleaning for January 2nd. I don't care if you had a one-person rager in your house and you're like, I should really clean this. Spoop Hour tells you, don't clean anything on New Year's Day. (laughs) Just don't. And that's what I have. So those are awesome. just some real quick things you can do to make 2021 great in superstitious terms.
0: Yay! Yay! So I'll start out by talking at you with just a few more really cool, cute New Year's traditions from around the world, and then Yay. we'll go to Japan for a little bit. So in Estonia... Mm. For good luck in Estonia, tradition basically dictates that you should eat at least seven meals on December 31st, though you're also welcome to consume more. According to this custom, it means that you will harness the strengths of seven men in the new year. That's what I did with my couch. That's what you did today. So you eat seven meals.
1: I'm thinking about my snack pattern from yesterday. and I'm like, yeah, maybe I ate a total of seven things at seven different times with like you know, four snacks and three meals. I think maybe that yeah. was possible. Maybe that's why I was so strong yesterday.
0: Yeah, and so it will be throughout the new year, you'll be very strong. And like if you that. celebrate with a bounty of food, kind of like what Courtney was saying about the keeping your full pantries cupboard. full, it means that abundance is thought to carry throughout the year. In Ecuador, we... Burn things. Yay! Ecuadorians celebrate Los Años Viejos, which translates to the old years, a tradition where you destroy any of your past demons. So, you'll see c- locals create dolls that kind of look like scarecrows, maybe some de- decorate with signs or depictions of their sins or images of sinister people, and then they you basically like dress them up and set, you know, set them up so they'll be very flammable. <laughs> and then when the clock hits midnight, you catch your your decoration on fire and it symbolizes the fiery smoky embers of one year and then invites good spirits to come into the new year.
1: Yay! I think we so talked we... about that one last year. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where we got the joke of burning the old butthole. Yeah. Because ano and not ano is butthole. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> So, so burn something. Yay! Burn, burn something terrible from your past. I would... Yes. <laughs> there, there's some part of me that's like, I want to burn one used
1: surgical mask.
0: <laughs> so there I can be girl. like... Fuck COVID. Fuck this entire pandemic. Like, fuck people who don't wear masks. Yeah. Burn
1: responsibly. Do not set the West Coast on fire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have a pond in my backyard, so. There you go. Yeah, burn it over the pond. I'll burn something over the sink. It'll be fine. (laughs) And
0: one of my favorites in a spoop hour classic is eating grapes. Yeah. So make sure that, and this is from Spain, make sure that you eat your 12 grapes because each one represents a month of the new year and try to make sure you try to find a way to make sure you get sweet grapes (laughs) and some people do the tradition of a 12 second countdown where you try to eat 12 grapes in 12
1: seconds so make sure you chew
0: and get seedless grapes if you do that yeah at your own risk
1: Oh, also, I will say, in case you're sitting there and you're prone to anxiety about this kind of thing and you're like, oh, my God, I can't do any of these. Does this mean my 2021 is cursed? This is my blanket good vibes spell. This (laughs) means that if you are unable to do any of these lucky traditions, don't worry about it. You're still going to be blessed with good luck and bounty in the new year.
0: I don't want to make anyone anxious with these. I just want everyone to have a good year.
1: Yes, these are just fun things to, like, pepper on top of your already blanket good luck that we have now given you. Right, and related to
0: your grapes are other yes. round fruits. In the Philippines, they will attempt to get 12 round fruits, again, each representing a month of the year. And the tradition says that you'll have a good year, you'll be raking in money, it's going to be great, because circles represents, co- represent coin and wealth, and so um. having round fruits will bring you some good luck with money.
1: Can it be and then, 12 of the same fruit, like the 12 grapes, or does it have to be like one clementine, You one know, wine? I don't know, that I didn't
0: see anything that specific. They're really just asking you to look out for things that are circular. So maybe you can have 12 oranges if you want. Yeah. Perfect. Another round fruit. In Turkey, locals will smash pomegranates on their doorways for New Year's. And the belief is that your good fortune in the coming year is directly proportional to the number of seeds that fly out of the fruit upon impact. So put some aggression behind that blow. It's kind of like that Italian cup smashing tradition with the wedding. where It's like, what happens if you throw it really hard and it only breaks into two pieces? (laughs)
1: See, I'm going to do that when I do the Denmark plate throwing, or in this case, throwing a mug on your doorstep. I will throw it with a lot of force to make sure that it shatters real good for you. (laughs) Just really just pegging at the ground. You're
0: welcome. So let's do a quick review of just New Year's traditions in Japan, because this will help me, because I'm going to go celebrate with my two Japanese families later this week. So the first one is joya no kane or the ringing of bells 108 times. So at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, Buddhist temples all over Japan's ring, Japan ring their bonshō or temple bells. 108 times and the number represents the number of human desires which according to buddhist faith lead to pain and suffering joy on no is a ritual meant to drive away these negative emotions from the past year and by ringing the bells you're said to leave your old sad frustrated self behind and sing in your new year with a clear mind and happier resolutions which is something that i feel like all of us need <laughs> this yes i would year. say so the next is Toshikoshi soba, which is the year end soba, like I mentioned earlier. Basically, the recipe is up to you because different families have their own, different regions have their own. It's really just like allows for fun based on your taste. So the Big thing, though, is to make sure that you eat your noodles in a long slurp. Don't break them while you're eating them until like the noodle is in your mouth and you can chew, um, because noodles are associated with longevity. So, for example, my family, we tend to actually eat toshikoshi udon, linguine, or fettuccine instead of soba, because in the winter we like our noodles thicker. Yeah, makes and, sense. Like, and my mom always gives me the option. She's like, Do you want soba or do you want udon? Do you want, you know, so men, what do you want? And I'm always like, I like, want the fat boys. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're give like, me the I doughy boys. Noodle. If we can get it, Okinawa soba noodles are our favorites too because they're like kind of wider and flatter. And my mom will make simmered sweet pork, either pork belly or spare ribs to put on top. And then also put some narutomaki, the spiral fish cake, green onions, mushrooms, seaweed, shrimp tempura, red ginger really, like whatever is on the menu. She was like, I think I'll cook this. Like it'll go in our Toshikoshi soba. (laughs) So it's really up to you. Just eat noodle soup. Sounds good. And then there's also Osechiryori, which I talked about a few episodes ago, so you can look check that out, and Kagami Mochi, which I also talked about a couple episodes ago. In America and, I guess, a lot of European countries, we send Christmas cards. In Japan, New Year's greeting cards are sent to friends and family called Nengajo. And the Japanese post works super hard to make sure everyone's Nengajo are delivered on or by New Year's Day, so you get the good wishes wow. for a new year like ASAP. So I think this year they said, please get your Nengajo in the mail by December 25th, which is Christmas, because yeah. they needed to make sure that they got delivered. Because Japan is also, much like America, having a huge mailing problem because everyone is ordering stuff online.
1: Yeah, and then also they can't hire additional staff to help out with it because pandemic.
0: <laughs> right. And so the interesting thing is the record high for Nengajo cards was 4.45 billion in 2004, but Nengajo sending has actually been slipping for 10 years consecutively because of technology. So last year it actually slipped between below 2 billion cards. And wow. I know it sounds like, okay, it's 4 billion and then 2 billion, like how that's, that's still 50%. 2 billion cards, but yeah. it's a lot. Because it's you're thinking about like each Japanese person sending out like 30 to 100 postcards Mm -hmm. It's quite a lot But a lot of it's because of technology You can send digital ones to your friends and family But Because of the coronavirus pandemic There's actually more to be Expected to be sent this year Because Government and health experts are saying stay home, don't go visit your families, mm-hmm. don't go home to your hometowns if you live in cities, and people have been enjoying like sending actual mail and getting real mail. Yeah, so they're expecting it to go up. And then also, one particular Nengajo design this year was uh, f- it features characters from the hit anime Demon Slayer or Kimetsu no Yaiba, and they. As of early December, they had sold two million of just that design. <laughs> and that was a record for cards issued by the Japanese Post for car- like cards that have, like, pop culture characters. So, like, people love Kimitsunuyaiba no so much that they sold two million of these postcards. That's amazing. And the Japan Times interviewed this one twenty-two-year-old senior at a university in Tokyo, and he was with his sister, and they dropped about 30 cards in the mailbox to send to relatives and others who live in Shiga and Shimane prefectures. They can't go home for the holidays mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. And so this student whose name is Tanaka said. Uh, I continue feeling lonely as I cannot see my grandparents and I'm going to start working as a teacher next spring. So I expressed my gratitude in the cards. So it was also like Aww. a chance to like express gratitude for thank you for this year. Thank you for, you know, being there for me. Like next year, like let's, you know, continue to get along mm-hmm. next year. Hatsumode is when people go out to the temple or the shrine to pray for the first time in the year and express make wishes for the new year express gratitude and then stock up lots of lucky charms from the shrines and the temples and shrines open their gates in the evening on new year's eve and they stay open throughout the entire night for worshipers who want to make their first prayers right at midnight and it takes a really long time and it's very cold and so like it takes you have to have a lot of patience and people will go and get like an omikuji which is like a little fortune slip to see what like their fortune will be for the new year and it's always really packed and there's always food vendors and snack vendors and stalls that have like little you know Souvenirs and stuff like that. It's like a really big, like, little festival that happens at each of these shrines and temples. But because of the pandemic this year, some are changing their operating hours and also trying to like extend, like, hey, you can come visit us like for several days after New Year's, like, you know, that's spread (laughs) out. Like, you all don't have to come on. Like, you'll still get good luck for the New Year if you come pray at the shrine. You don't have to show up at midnight on January first. Like, please don't because we can't social distance if you show up like that. So. It's it's a little, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hatsuhinode, which is the first sunrise of the new year, that's something that everyone can do just from their own homes. People usually will gather on mountaintops or observatories, beaches, anywhere that has a good view of the horizon, to see the first sunrise of the new year and pray for good fortune and happiness. So can't go to a temple? Wait for the sunrise <laughs> instead. <laughs> There's also um, Toshi no Yu, which reminded me a little bit of what you were talking about earlier with the... With water, Mm -hmm. it's the last bath that you take in the year. So December 31st, take your bath to clear away the grime of the previous 12 months. So again, something that I highly recommend, take a bath on New Year's Eve. (laughs) The
1: grime we've accumulated.
0: (laughs) Don't have a bathtub, take a shower. Take like a nice long shower.
1: uh, One, my new place has a bathtub, which I'm very excited about because it's my first bathtub in... Seven years that I can actually feasibly lay down in. Ooh, nice. The last bathtub I had, I was too tall for, which is very sad. Yeah. But I, I will take a long, too, is I will take a long hot shower and just really get rid of the grime of 2020. Yep.
0: Yeah. Just like, and if you've got like special soaps, you've got special, Ooh, yeah. like a new loofah, like just really like go to town on your body and just like give yourself a nice deep cleaning. Yeah. Speaking of cleaning, there's susuhari and osoji, which is our big cleaning for the new year. So, in Japanese culture, the new year must begin uh, with a clean slate. And so, Japanese people usually partake in something called osoji, which is big cleaning, or susuhari, which means su- sweeping away the su- soot. This is traditionally meant to start around December 13th and needs to be done by December 31st. So just like what Courtney said earlier, don't clean clean after New Year's. Yeah, (laughs) because you don't want the good luck to go away. But you want to basically start your year on a clean slate. So clean by December 31st. And I've already sort of started on that. I only have a couple more days left to like really get myself like in a shape that I want to, but I know that at the very least I'm cleaning my bedroom, I'm cleaning the kitchen and I'm cleaning the bathtub so I can take
1: my big take bath. Yeah.
0: And then uh, one more tradition that like seems a little bit like it I, I mean it had to change this year is fukubukuro. And fukubukuro is a lucky bag or a surprise bag. If you think about like loot boxes and video games Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that but in real life where retailers will sell surprise bags that say like okay this is 30 dollars, and it has it could have a variety of these things and usually the actual collective retail value of the items inside are worth more than the bag it was bought for but the risk and the gamble you're taking is that you don't know what's inside and so these bags usually sell out super fast and there's like big lines for them and it's a very popular new year's tradition but this year to disperse customer traffic some stores actually started. Selling in December, and they also started their big year, New Year's sales like already. Wow because they're like, we're just trying to... We're gonna have, like, a set number each day and we're gonna just divide up our customer base so that no one... (laughs) Like, we aren't bum-rushed. And they were interviewing... uh, I was reading this on on Japan Times and on Nietzsche. and they were basically... They were interviewing some people who were like, yeah, I came at a weird time. Like, it was, like, early in the morning. I was like, I came right at opening because I wanted my fukubukuro and I didn't want to come when there were crowds. And it was, like, a Tuesday morning or something like that. They are like, (laughs) I just... I wanted to get my lucky bag that I get every year. But yeah, it was just like again, Japan has a lot of really cool New Year's traditions that involve yeah. like being outside and like largely they've done a better job responding to the pandemic than we have, but they're also having an outbreak just like every other country is right now. So yeah. like there's there's a lot that people are going to have to do to like kind of Try to figure out, like, how to navigate the New Year's traditions without, like, going and getting themselves sick or getting other people sick. Yeah. All right. So, my last thing is things to look forward to in 2021! Woo! So, the first thing to look forward to is the COVID vaccine becoming more widely available. Yay! You can't see, but we're doing a dance. We're doing a dance. Yeah, so the COVID vaccine will become more widely available. There's some other... I think uh, Johnson and Johnson has a vaccine that will be coming out soon that only needs one one shot instead mm-hmm. of two shots. And but then they're gonna you know they're gonna get go kind of in order of need, and then more will be widely available, and then there will be higher production. And so hopefully by summer, more mm-hmm. and more people will be will will have received the vaccine, and they'll be able to like really get it widespread. So that's great.
1: Can you imagine doing this podcast in person again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Oh, Can wow. Can you even conceive we, of that? We could, like, go on excursions. We could go see Mothman. What?
1: we could go see mothman you go travel remember to when we didn't go because it seemed like a long drive for not then, very much and, and now, now we've been like, inside for nine months and we're like let's get in the i'm willing pool. to
0: go drive to martinsburg
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna stay in a fucking hotel and yeah. we're gonna look at mothman's really tight buns yeah
0: Another thing to look forward to is yellow being one of the color Pantone colors of the year. Yes. It's bright, it's fun, and it's not blue, which was this yes. year's color, and everyone was super blue. So, like next year,
1: we're going to be yellow and energized and happy. Although I think the other color is gray. Which yeah, I don't, but they
0: but it's like a really light gray, and it's like yeah kind of cute with the yellow.
1: It's like a, it's like a cozy gray. It's mm-hmm. not like a sad gray. Yeah, it's so not. So like- we're gonna. We're going to have cozy, energized vibes in 2021.
0: Like, still cozy at home, but with like sun coming up over
1: the horizon. Yes, there is a light. At the end of Yon Tunnel. There is.
0: The James Webb Space Telescope will take off, and if all goes well, we'll have a new telescope up in space that can see farther into deep space than any before it. And while the Hubble could see mainly visible and ultraviolet light, Webb's infrared sensors should be able to show us the quote-unquote golden age of the universe a billion years after the Big Bang. So it's like, it's gonna be some big big, big new science stuff because of this new telescope and new technology. Blood Moon... The blood moon rises once again. The next total lunar eclipse is scheduled for May 26, 2021, and will be able to be seen over Japan, Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii, and the western United States. And if the weather allows from land, the moon will turn a deep orange and will stay that way for 14 minutes. The last one that we had was January twentieth, 2019. So... It's, it's been a little while. It'll be, at that point, two years and some change. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully our West Coast listeners will be able to see that.
1: Yeah, report back. Disney World
0: turns 50! Hey! <laughs> I don't know if I can go with Matt and Megan, but... But it's turning 50. Super it's Nintendo curious. Super Nintendo World is opening in Osaka. I hey. hope the pandemic ends soon so Jack and I can go on our honeymoon finally and go see Mario. <laughs> it's Mario time. The Summer Olympics in Tokyo might happen? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Mark? Yeah, maybe. It's scheduled for July 23rd to August 8th and the f- highlights include four new sports, karate, skateboarding, sports climbing, and surfing. And also baseball and softball, which are big sports in Japan, are coming back for the first time since 2008. So
1: Yay. that might Aren't be... are also introducing
0: breakdancing? It's going to be in France in the next one. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: four years from now. Yeah. I'm really excited for breakdancing. I love... This is a fun fact about me. I love watching people who are really good at dancing dance. Mm-hmm,
0: me too. Like
1: I'm-, I'm uncomfortable by watching like regular people dance. It's why I don't like the first dance at weddings. But, like, people who are, like, really good dancers, I love watching them dance. Mm -hmm.
0: Another science thing, Mars landing. (gasps) On February 18th, 2021, a small spacecraft will streak across the skies of Mars and it will deploy a parachute, slow down to 200 miles an hour, and then disgorge a smaller box-like device, which will continue the journey downward on eight retro rockets. Before... It reaches the ground, yet another device will pop out, tethered by nylon strings, and descend to a gentle landing. And you'll be able to watch it all live on NASA's YouTube channel. And so... What's left after the landing is NASA's Perseverance rover, which is going to basically be looking for signs of ancient life on the Red Planet. It's going to poke around the 30-mile-wide Jezero Crater, which is a site of a river valley that dried up billions of years ago, and it's going to measure the chemical composition of rocks, take pictures, and look for leftover organic material. And the scientists are hoping that the rover is going to find visible fossils of ancient microbes.
1: I hope that the Russian nesting rover is friends with the Mars rover that is still up there. Yeah. I hope they become friends. I hope they become friends. And fall in love.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon turns 25 next year. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my God, we're so oh, old. I'm old as dust. <laughs> oh my God, a old crow. Very... I was literally playing Pokemon before we started recording, right?
0: I, it's always fun for me when like kids ask me like, "Oh, do you know Pokemon?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then they like try to tell me why Pokemon is amazing, and I'm like, "My my dearest ones, I've been I have, playing have been Pokemon. playing Pokemon, or I've been interested in Pokemon since 1996, like." Do you know what year I've 1996 been, is? I've 1996 is ten Pokemon years before, before you
1: were before born. You were born, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you little assholes. <laughs> yeah. Whenever kids are like, "Oh, I've been playing Pokemon my entire life," I'm like. Yeah, I've been po- playing Pokemon most of my life, which is longer than your life.
1: <laughs> I've been on this earth longer than you, and I've been playing Pokemon for most of that time. So how about you sit down?
0: <laughs> so February 27th is Pokemon Day, so everyone's hoping that something big happens, because it'll be a Pokemon's 25th birthday. I'm very excited. Yay. In July, European Union's ban on single-use plastic items is going to go into effect... Ooh. And even though the UK is leaving the EU, its ban is going to be starting in October. Oh, that's good. And so the EU, even though like companies have been like, "Can we please have a de- can we have an extension?" The EU is like, "No." So, good. the idea is to halt the use of a lot of the throwaway goods that have basically a way of ultimately winding up in our world's oceans, and that includes basically all of the daily use things. Plastic cutlery, straws, polystyrene cups, food containers, cotton swabs that are made out of plastic. It's not including plastic bottles, but they the EU is setting a tough collection and re- recycling requirements for those. So they're going to be trying to tamp, tamp down on the use of plastic bottles as well. Good. But not outright banning them. Most of the waste in this planet is caused by, like, ten major corporations, and the EU yeah. is at least trying to, like... Stick it where... It will hurt them. (laughs) In 2021, recreational marijuana sales will become legal in four more U.S. states, Montana and New Jersey in January, Arizona in March or April, and South Dakota in July. These states will join Alaska, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington, and Washington, D.C. Basically, those states still need some time to get everything up and running, but it will be not only... Le- uh, decriminalized but legal to use It's exciting I know Virginia has just decriminalized marijuana and is looking at legalizing it completely basically and then also expunging records of people who have been unfairly arrested over low level drug offenses mm-hmm. um, and then finally one more thing that's exciting for me and probably not exciting for anyone else except like entomologists <laughs> so it this is exciting for me Brood X, a massive cloud of cicadas that yes! emerges once every 17 years to mate and lay eggs, is expected to come out of hibernation in May for the first time since 2004 by the Sasha's billions. Beloved. And these cicadas are going to mate so loudly and they're going to just bone each other and it's their sound is going to reach 100 decibels and be heard from a mile away. And You're probably like, what's in it for me? Well, they don't bite, they don't spread disease, they don't harm crops, they die after laying their eggs, and they're going to help the environment by replenishing the topsoil with nitrogen as they decompose. So it's a win-win for everyone.
1: They're just super horny bug friends. It's fine. But I just realized that if you can have your wedding next year instead of (laughs) your big wedding this year, that means you're getting married in a brood X year. That would be amazing. It's all worth it. Also, on the note of things that are exciting for me, but maybe not exciting for other people, Hosier has hinted that he's going to drop another album next year. Because <laughs> he's been working on music during quarantine.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, he has. So, I was just thinking, yeah. 2004, like, it, the spring of 2004, I was in eighth grade, and I vividly remember running around gym class on the track with my friend Sam, and like, picking up up the cicadas and trying to put them in the grass so people wouldn't trample on them. And then people being (laughs) like, Ew, my god, you're touching them! Even the boys being like, And me and Sam being like, We're helping them. Like... Why are you scared? They don't do anything. And now I'm going to be 30 and I'm going to see them and they're cute and I love them and my dog is probably going to eat all of them and make yes, me cry. And she
1: will she will barf them up. She Just will make FYI. me cry. She
0: ate a cicada in front of me last summer and I oh. cried.
1: <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much worse. It's going to be so much year. worse. <laughs> I was in ninth grade and they don't scare me. I find them fun. They're cute. Mm-hmm. And it's cute when they land on you because they're like, hello, sexy lady. And I'm like, well, hey there, sailor. How's it going? Not really, but it's fun. (laughs) And they have weird little red eyes. They're freaky bug friends. But the biggest thing was I went out of my way not to step on them. Because there were too many of them. So, like, ninth grade Courtney was like, I don't have a chance of clearing all of these out. So I remember, like, getting dropped off from school by my friend that I carpooled with. And the, like, complicated ballet I would have to (laughs) do to get to the front door. So that I wouldn't step on any of them. Yep.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so excited.
1: bringing that back. There are other big brood
0: years every once in a while, but Brood X is the this big is, one. This is
1: the big one. This is I'm the so every excited. 17 years. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. wh- what we're saying is the moral of this episode is there are still things to look forward to, and 2021 has a bunch of them. You got cool space shit. You got cool Olympic shit. You've got possibly cool hosier shit.
0: <laughs> so, so, in 2021. As as this year is winding down, as twenty twenty winds down, think about the things that you want to leave behind in twenty twenty one, and think or leave behind in twenty twenty and think ahead to things that that you hope like have hope for in twenty twenty one. And it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be like really big goals. You, can't, you don't have to be like I'm going to, I don't know, climb Mount Kilimanjaro in twenty twenty one. Like unless. So- Big. It doesn't have to be big. Mine is going to be no. trying to keep my house tidier in twenty twenty one. Like mine is going go to go see a shrink, a, like adjusting yeah. to
1: living with my partner. Yeah, which I'm excited about, but it is you know a transition. So yeah. but I'm excited to do that, and that's what I'm looking forward to in twenty twenty one. So you know, my just my like set so, set like it could be a little thing.
0: Yeah, set little intentions for y- yourself. Say twenty twenty one is a year for me to be happy with myself, or twenty twenty one is a year for me to you know go see a therapist. That's that's my goal. 2021 is, I hope in 2021 to find out if I have adult ADHD or not.
1: <laughs> Yay. Yay! Yeah. the Something I did for therapy, speaking of therapists, <laughs> that would also be helpful for these last few days of 2020 is every day at the end of every day, because, you know, days are still really hard. We're excited about 2021 and we're hopeful for what 2021 is going to bring, but we are going to have We still have things to get through, and it's going to be hard, and it's going to suck. So to help you get through those, something my therapist recommended I do is every day write down three things that you're grateful for or that made you happy. And this can be anything from, I had a cookie today, and it was delicious, to I watched four episodes of The Vampire Diaries, and it was amazing, or I pet my cat today. Like It can just be a little small thing, but if it brought you joy, you write that shit down because you... Like, the act of having to sit down and think about things that made you happy instead of sitting in what made you sad all day Mm -hmm. is just amazing. So I highly encourage you to do that as well as we enter this exciting new year.
0: For the last three, almost three months, I've been doing One Second Every Day, which is that little video app. And it's been making me try to think, like film or take photos of something, like, every day. And even if it's just Mm -hmm. silly, like, a lot of it is just my pets. But then uh, I was reviewing what December looks like so far with the last couple of days in place. And it's just a lot of videos and photos of my pets being cute. But it's, like, I felt happy looking at it because I was like, oh, yay, thank you December 9th, Sasha, for videotaping that. Or, you know, it was nice to look back on. So, yeah, Yeah. do something that makes you, you happy and... Yeah, it'll be good, because yeah. things y'all are bad, are doing good. But, but you, you can Had find find nice things, even in yes, the bad. Yes,
1: find, find nice things. Have a happy new year. Yeah. We're, we're doing it, y'all. We've we're doing it. We've almost made it through 2020. It's High great. fives all around. High fives.
0: High five a High million fives. angels.
1: Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew.
0: <laughs> all right. Happy new year.